Hello and welcome to episode 54 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, Ross. Let me introduce the team. The boy from the wrong side of the tracks come good. Welcome, David. Hello, Ross. Thanks for having me. Um, it's my favourite time of the year. It's the Hong Kong World Sixes tournament. It's just bigger. <laughs> yes, it uh, has. So I'm looking forward yes. to dissecting that today. Oh, me too. Me too. Love that tournament. Real, real, real cricket. That's how I call it. Real, real, <laughs> real cricket. <laughs> A man who said Dave Warner modelled his game on. Welcome, Michael. I'd like to be referred to as Sergeant Michael because, as we all know, we're about to go to war. Oh, good, Sky. We're in the trenches, Michael. Okay. <laughs> Australia's number one Mitch Marsh fan and our guru. Welcome, Alex. Hello, fellas. And this is the bison in a bit of form. He is, actually. Yeah. Sure. Test number, number six, six written all over him. Mm. Yes, aspirant. Hmm. Today we come to you from the twin Frederick Harold Sock Company Studios. This is a Big Lug production brought to you by our platinum partners for 2017. New Finish Car Wash, the once a year car polish, Tarn Off, CLR Clear, Entered Australia, Renai Infinity, Savlaki Hut, Kids Eat Free, and Michelangelo's Chelsea Heights. Don't forget our Patreon and Kickstarter campaigns, Give That We Want to Record Better. And Mick, before we get started, I loved your re-link on Facebook of that... Pudafidis Savlaki Yes. Oh, yeah. That never gets old. It's just so bad. And to think uh, it was some, made in like else, 2010 or something. Yeah. Someone else I know got tagged in it. I'm like, oh, oh that's gold. Yeah, yeah, it's so good, isn't it? <laughs> What's that? You want a Suvalaki? <laughs> <laughs> it's genuine 1980 CGI. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first up, it's over to you, Alex, for a Women's Ashes update. All right, so we're braining them, the Aussies. Um, the Schutzer, or the Joker of the team, has been bowling quite well. Got a couple of twofers, and probably the best bowling out of both sides, I reckon, so far. I saw it uh, today, so... won no, two it's... ODIs, and we're, we need about just over a run of ball, as of now, I reckon. Mm. I just interrupted it. I saw a bit of it today, and Megan Schutt took four for. Oh, four for mm. today. Four last for today. I checked, she, yeah, last time I saw she was a twofer. Yep, awesome. and um, Alyssa Healy did some smart work. She was standing up to the stumps to Megan Schutt and uh, got a thin edge by the batsman. She just held the gloves there, didn't flinch, and snaffled her caught behind. She was there any st- sound yeah. of the glove, or was it like a ball going into a marsupial's pouch? Like a cloud. Uh, marsupial's pouch. Yeah, straight into a pouch, yeah. 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 Just pouched and it. That's, that's not that impressive, man. When you keep a glove, basically catch them. Oh, no, they've got inners too. It's, it's easy, easy, isn't it? <laughs> Ross, did you see the other one where she ran out? I can't remember who was batting. Yes, but... the, the top run score or second top run score. I did see that. That was that was a very quick piece of thinking. Talk so short, Ross. Went to do a the bat the batter for England or batsman for England. Went to do a bit of a paddle sweep sort of style and just toe ended it. Just bounced away uh, in front of the stumps. And Alyssa ran over and flicked it with her hand back to the stumps, and the uh, batsman was just had their toe on the white line, so it was out. Oh, nice. Solid bit of work it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, did Elise Perry manage to hit the pitch today? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, yes We're not that sort of country, Elise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No beanball people. Yeah, at least mm-hmm. she's got some fucking hatred in her. <laughs> <laughs> she was Waters advice series. She was going to war. I don't yeah. think anyone else knew, but she yeah, was going to war. Flashbacks to Gallipoli. Elise Perry did. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's been a little bit one sided, I thought. Um, yeah. Mm. England would have put up more of a fight, but uh, not mm. to be. P Hart. <laughs> the only thing with the Elise Perry, just back on that, like, mm. 
I thought they had to be dangerous beanballs to be taken out of the attack because the second one yeah. was going a second slip. The only person who was in trouble was the Australian fielder who was yeah. going to cop it in the head. Like mm. that wasn't. It was no one the batsman. So I don't yeah. know if that would be classed as dangerous personally. That's yeah. a good point. Mm. Yes. And didn't the skipper get fired up too in true Aussie yeah. fashion? Game crunching was there? Gesticulation? Teapotting, I think, is the old way. Lots of teapots. Yeah, she got so frustrated the old hane train was tempted just to go play Fiji Rugby Center. That's her real dream, and she's not going to put up this cricket garbage anymore. I thought she's going to go play second division rugby league in New York. Wasn't that the latest dream? Oh, very good. Yeah, so, so I didn't realise there was three ODIs. I thought there was just two. Now, the point system, correct me if I'm wrong, Ross, you'll know mm-hmm. this. It's two points for an ODI, mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. points for a test, mm-hmm. and one point for a T20. I don't know, right? but there is a point system. There is a point system. So and it has changed. Go... I think you're right, actually, because it was six points for a test previously, oh, and they brought okay. it down from six to four because there was oh. too much waiting towards the one Because they're playing test. three ODIs. You win those three. You're done. You've, essentially, you've won the... Uh, is there only oh. one T20? I think there's two. Oh, so, so, there's, yes. so there's two. So you could draw. Yeah I, think, yeah, I think you might be wrong there, and we should really look this up, but I think yeah, the T20s might be worth as as many points as the ODIs. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. We, should, we should probably know this, shouldn't we? Yes. Nah, yeah. I don't think so. It's not mm. important. But with the number one explicit podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Not the number one knowledgeable podcast. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's got a what sort of point system, David? A fucked up points. Yeah, that's it. That's what I was looking for. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, think we're I actually think it's a, for, we're number one think for it's explicit a, yeah. and number 57th for knowledge. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. I actually think it's a... I actually think it's a good idea, the point system. I like it. I wish um, maybe... I know that uh, men's cricket is moving towards these league structures, but maybe yeah. if there was this... I don't mind this point system on a tour and you win the tour. Win the ashes. Yeah, I don't mind I don't know. Ah, fuck them. Okay. Well, the no, women don't play I think like, tests, not, so yeah, like, like, I think not necessarily yeah, for the ashes, true. but for some of these, like, you know, we got like the Chapel Hadley and it's defended sometimes in tests and sometimes in one day. Oh, that's you only one day. Well, this is the summer, and if you're playing yeah. in both formats, whoever takes mm. the most points takes yeah. it. And take away this bullshit where you can choose when you defend it, like... And New Zealand oh, refused yeah, to defend it against yeah. us in the World Cup final. Yeah. So they held on to it because they didn't defend it. And we yeah. flogged them in the final. It's not the fucking UFC. You don't just decide when you put it. <laughs> <against, do you? laughs> yeah. New Zealand think they're the Conor McGregor of world cricket. Yeah, just defending it. when they feel like it. A lot of MMA here. I'm just having a friendly a block, yeah. uh, MM, uh, cage fight. A friendly cage fight. <laughs> yeah. having a village friendly in cricket or something. Yeah. Yeah. If you can call bashing someone else's head to into smithereens from it. Anyway. It's mostly just hard hugging. Just hard hugging. Hard hugging, yes. <laughs> and that's Greco-Roman, whereas freestyle, it's more stick your head up the other bloke's backside. Yeah. yeah. Or am I getting the two confused? I can't remember. Okay. Well, that uh, in-depth and detailed and knowledgeable look at the women's ashes. Uh, there's a test match coming up at North Sydney Oval. Now, that leads us into some domestic Australian cricket. The farce that occurred when we went off air, we should never go off air, but we went off air last, a fortnight ago, during the New South Wales-Victoria game at North Sydney Oval, and uh, Victoria looking like they're going to win. 
The second innings was Victoria batting, and they were going along. They were three for 100 or something, chasing only about 180. And what mm-hmm. happened, Mick? Well, got abandoned, didn't it? Yeah. Because two balls jumped a bit. Mm. <laughs> and it that, seemed so long ago. I that, know. Yeah, the CA app said... does, doesn't it? The CA app, Cricket Australia app, said floodlight failure. Well, that wasn't true. <laughs> yeah, that was weird too. Yeah. yeah. They and said the floodlights had turned off, but the that hadn't CEO happened at all. It was the two balls spitting off the deck. Yeah. It is weird. And then yeah. the bloke from New South Wales got well, fined or something like that. Did they? Good behaviour bond for tweeting about it. Oh, yeah. was that the... Oh, yeah, that, the chairman or whatever he is. The CEO yeah. of Cricket New South Wales. Always, like you say, Ross was sending emails, if you're angry, write it out and then look at it 10 minutes later and if it's still a good idea, then send it. <laughs> Don't just tweet it immediately. Yeah. Send it and go, ah, shit, I'm up for 20 grand. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I thought he, uh, the CEO of Cricket New South Wales raised a good point. Um, he said it should be no result because conditions were the same for both teams. It was yeah, a fair yeah. point. That was a fair point. That is a rule of cricket. Yeah, yeah, no result. Instead, they applied Duckworth-Lewis, which is for rain interruptions. Mm, curious. Yeah, wasn't a rain interruption. Yeah. Well, the weird thing mm. was like nothing they mentioned at some point too is that they'd already batted on it and they'd batted yeah. their allotment yeah. and there was no issues and no one yeah. said boo yeah. and all of a sudden under lights it all got a bit scary and they called it off and, yeah. uh, he also yeah. referenced it didn't help Victoria anyway. yeah, yeah, it didn't help us at all he also referenced back to the um, Blacktown International pitch that um, Aaron Finch and someone else made 200 each on Oh, Ryan Carter oh, and Aaron Finch. That's right, yeah. Yeah. And then the day two, it was unsafe for <laughs> New Zealand was, to battle. New Ross. Zealand. The Kiwis. Oh, yeah, yeah. good. You got stuff from. Yeah. <laughs> so Kiwis, Paul. Oh, okay. that, that was a good point. And then I noticed that. Um, Care Bears. There was a lot of uh, there's a lot of action on Twitter about this, as you mentioned, Alex. And Jim Maxwell tweeted saying, it's a pity this game couldn't be played at the SCG. Which raises a good point. Yes. Why isn't? Why aren't some of these games yeah, and some, being played at the SCG? Yeah. And apparently, it takes them. And I noticed New South Wales' first Shield game is away, and their second one is at Bankstown. It takes something like eight weeks for them to apparently switch over from football to cricket at the SCG. Yeah, well, it's a lot of rolling, mate. You got to oh. get your cricket clay-lo now. So yeah. I think Jim, that takes a lot of Jim time. Maxwell. I don't know that. if my headphones are fucked or whether it's Ross's um, hamster wheel. I reckon it's down. a combination of both. Yeah. Days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing every like third word from him. Yeah, I'm hearing every third word. Oh, except right. I think he's quite should, quiet. Should we? Uh, he's yeah. a bit flat. I need you up, Ross. I fucking need you up. Yeah, okay. we need you up, mate. All right, let's pause. No, let's not. Let's keep going. Oh, hang on. Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> hopeless. Yeah. So much pressure on us after that feedback. I know. Yeah, yeah well, we had. We, we, to do, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't, be, wouldn't be our podcast without some kind of yeah. drama. Mm. So what's next? Shield cricket, I suppose. No, no. So um, it's an interesting point that um, the SCG groundsman is retiring. So maybe, Firing. maybe they could turn it around a Rating? bit quicker. It just seems ridiculous. I mean, the MCG could have had a shield game today, uh, this oh, week. Spot on, they could have. Yeah. And they have one next week, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, they do. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, it is actually, and they made a good point, like the turnaround from cricket to football. Jim Maxwell was quite, uh, you know, uh, annoyed about it, thought it was ridiculous. So I think that Tom Parker, like he had to say, like he's not really doing a good job. Like, a bit he's retiring anyway. Yeah, Tom but he Parker. had that um, game abandoned. 
between Victoria and New South Wales at the SCG. Yeah, a that's of years right. Ago too, yeah, so, mm, very good out. I always just hate that argument that, oh, well, if it was for the footy, they'd get it done. It's like, yeah, but when that's all said and done... They only pay the on Sid- grass, right? Yeah, but the, but the Sydney Swans, over the course of a year, would draw, even if you include test matches and one days and all that, would draw mm, ten more. times what the cricket draws. Yeah. And there'd be that much more money involved in that part, in the football part of it, that, yep. unfortunately, whether you like it or not, and as a cricket fan, you might not like it, but the footy is the bigger sport in terms of revenue and like drawing crowds and that to these grounds. Yeah, yeah. So they're going to get the preferential treatment. It's the reason the AFL gets the preferential treatment at the G. And unfortunately, that South Australia's going to find the same thing in Adelaide Oval. That's how they wind up down at Glenelg and all yeah. that. And it's just unfortunately that's what happens when I you choose to share yeah, the revenue. I, think, I, think I mean, might... share the venue with a bigger sport. The bigger sport's going to take over. I think yeah. Jim Maxwell raised a good point though, because. The MCG is used up until the last weekend in September. The SCG, some years, it would be done for football on the at the last weekend in August, and they got all that yeah. time. They just don't seem. I don't know what they're doing, but they don't seem to be able to. I think they should be able to turn that around in three weeks and have it ready for a, a game of cricket. Yeah, you it's think ridiculous. So. They don't. They're not playing Mate, football there as late. Play line doesn't bloody pill it itself. No, Maybe they just don't want them. Yeah, I think they're just lazy. <laughs> Maybe they're just lazy now. Yeah, yeah. Ah, we'll do it tomorrow. Mm. You want to mow it? Nah. Mm. All right, yeah, so there's a, before the uh, round of Sheffield Shield matches kicked off, there was a round of Futures League cricket, uh, one of my favourite competitions. And um, yes. I observed... Who's playing in the Futures League? Well, I observed that there's a new team in the Futures League called New yeah. South Wales Country slash ACT. Can you repeat that, mate? It's called New South Wales Country slash ACT. Uh-huh. Yeah, so ACT wow. played in the Futures League for a long time, but this is new, and Trent Copeland played for that team because he's obviously Did from the Brent country. Did Brent play? No, no, he's not still kicking. But, uh, yeah, very interesting. Effectively, New South Wales have two second 11s now. They've got New South Wales City and New South Wales Country slash ACT. So does that effectively replace the ACT team? Yes. Yeah, Okay. So there's still hmm. it's still a seven team competition, which is a pain. I don't know what they can do, but they need to find an eighth team somewhere because, for example, in this round of Futures League game leading into the first round of the Shield, Victoria had the bye. So none of those players yeah. who didn't don't play Matador Cup or fifty over cricket have a hit out before the Shield. It's really it's annoying and it's dumb. They really need what to have the team be? eight well, teams. Well, they could have a caxi. They could have a caxi team. They did. Larry about the 10 years What's ago. What's the Caxi Future League team? Is that like 15-year-old no, kids no, like, running around like, or something? No, like those blokes from the Caxi play a Future League. Yeah. You get, like, there's a fucking academy. Can't they pull 11 yeah. blokes out of it? Yeah, yeah true. That, they did Good have point. it 10 years ago, but then they got rid of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just so frustrating that there's seven teams in it. I don't mind there being the ACT team, but um, just either get rid of it or get an eighth team. Yeah. It's just Maybe they should follow like a... Super 14s or whatever, Ross, and get like a South African yes. Caxi. Yep. Or Japanese team. Yeah, a Saxi. Yeah. Yep. Or a Nizzi. Yeah. Nizzi. Yeah. Nizzi. <laughs> yeah, so in the, in the Shield, there's uh, three games. One's over. That's uh, Victoria versus Queensland. It was actually Queensland's home game at the Gabba. And uh, Victoria were awful. 
It was um, all held together by Usman Kawaja. Yeah, he's doing a flub. Making and 122. Not only there, <laughs> and, it was pretty uh, powerful in the background. <laughs> yeah, it was um, Brendan Doggett who did the damage in the Victorian innings. Took four for 33. And then second innings wasn't much better. Jack Wildermuth with four for 41 and Mick Nisa, three for 47. Big Mickey. Yeah, so none, none well, of the Vicks it, could what's really... What's his nickname? Um, Moore is Nessa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he took a ribbon catch off Maxwell at, at short fine leg too, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kawaja got 100 in the second innings after yep. no one scored 50 in the whole game. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. It. Yeah, that's only worth like 30 because it's in the second innings. But yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And across... How'd my man Hughes go, who should never have been in the side, as well as Warner? Uh, uh, they played for a different 50. state. Yeah, Warner made 83. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And do you think New South Wales actually wanted to win that? You know, <laughs> geez, the side they picked. Poor old Ed Cowan. <laughs> We haven't got to that game yet. Yeah. Oh, I'm just ripping on about yeah. it. Ross hosts the show. Yeah. So and you three, covered that real boring one with, with every with every with every third word we could hear. <laughs> let him host. Yes. <laughs> it was um, off you go, Ross. Oh, thank you, Alex. You're not being annoying at all. It's great. <laughs> so uh, three first ball ducks in that game: Queensland versus Victoria. Sam Harper, Aaron Finch, and Jack. Wildermuth. So Ooh, that was interesting. Mm. You're man, the wildebeest. Yep. Move on now to the game that you foreshadowed, Alex. It's South Australia versus New South Wales. South Australia rolled. No, for- no, I think, I think you got that wrong. I think it's South Australia versus the Australian Test Team. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Except yeah. Moises Enriquez is playing. Yep. Uh, yes, yeah, so South Australia rolled for 92. The destroyer there was Trent Copeland, 6 of 24. Yeah. Gee, South Australia are pretty good at cricket, aren't they? Mm. Like just as a state, yep. they're really good. Then I'm not sure if you're being facetious or not. You're being silly, mate. Oh, well, they made the Shield final last year. Yeah, rolled for ninety. Yeah, well, they made the Shield final last year. Yeah. So it doesn't mean they're any good. Historically, they're okay. It doesn't mean they're any good. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, Dave Warner made eighty-three, and Daniel Hughes batting at number six made fifty-seven. Uh, there's a lot of hoo-ha about, as you mentioned earlier, Ed Cowan, who's the reigning Steve War medalist, not getting a game for New South Wales. Now, he's an opener, and who opened instead? Mick Maddinson, who shouldered arms to our man, penis on the pitch, Dan Worrell, was bowled yeah, for DJ five. Yeah. And then I think that's Ed Cowan in the background. Like, yeah, and then in the second... <laughs> he's still angry. <laughs> what do you think happened to Nick Maddox in the second inning? So his bowl, he was LBW Chad Sayers for a duck. So oh. there's a lot of um, talk on Twitter and other places about how, oh, Hugh shouldn't have been in there, should have been Cowan. But Cowan's an opener. And I look at the two openers. One is Dave Warner, who is the Australian test opener. And the other one's Nick Maddinson. I know who I would have dropped. I would have been yeah, Maddinson out. Yeah, Maddinson out. Because <laughs> of his hatred comment. Now, I've got no time for Ed Cowan at all, but uh, he was stiff there. <laughs> Nick Maddinson, I've got less time for him and his, his um, silly glasses and yeah, gum. that's the thing. Yeah. Unfortunately for Nick Maddinson, looking like a fuckwit doesn't mean you're going to make runs. Yeah. Because if it did, he'd be an all-time fucking champion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm currently channeling my inner Nick Maddinson at the moment, Ross. Yeah, you do look like a fucking uh, upper lip shrubbery. Oh, tats yes. Too, mate. Oh, my hipster tats. You got your koi carp. Koi carp. Your fish. This ain't the ink podcast. Let's move oh, on. <laughs> yeah, so New South Wales... Let Matthew Wade go, please. No, New, uh, just let me finish this game. New South Wales closing an outright victory there. 
They're chasing them 50-odd, and they're three for 31. Moises Enriquez has just strode to the crease, and he's on naught, not out. What did Stark get? Eight for 60-something? Uh, Stark in the second innings, he got he got eight for 73, yes. Forced to be reckoned with. Right. Yep. That was good. Yes. Travis Head got a first ball duck. So, oh, that was a pretty yeah, good one. Yeah, that was a good one. And uh, I have been impressed with the quality of the stream from the Adelaide Oval, as always, the benchmark in Sheffield Shield yeah. streams. And I saw Travis Head's dismissal, and they had the duck walking across the screen. They had the duck mm. graphic. Was it, was it the old school no, duck it wasn't graphic? Daddles. It was, it was similar. It it's like someone had tried to make a similar one to Daddles. It was good. I liked it. Mm. It went right to left instead of left yes. to right. Yeah. should follow the oh, batsman off the ground, shouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, not, not, but also, yeah. just, just touching on the South Australian stream, mm. um, the commentary's a bit earnest. Yes, it is a little bit. Oh, really? There's not a lot going on mm. with it. It's just sort of your real line-only boring yeah. shit. I, I, I don't mind the two blokes who are doing Tassie games. I've watched a few of them. They're probably second in the streaming stakes, followed by uh, New South Wales third, WA fourth, uh, Queensland fifth no, and Victoria putrid yeah. sixth. Yeah. Yes. So there we go. Uh, we move on now to the third game, Tassie and WA meeting at the WACA ground. Nathan Coulter Nile is currently just been run out for fifty two and mixed man Jahai Richardson is out for seventy one. But between them they've they've led WA to a match winning total, I believe. Um, Tassie trying to salvage Chase 300 odd for victory Are now 2 for 8 So 2 for 8 Yeah 2 for 8 yeah. Jake Dorn and Jordan Silk both out for 4 So not great So how did um, the brothers Bird and Rainbird Oh uh, yes uh, Bird and Rainbird Yes well Sam Rainbird took 4 wickets in one of the innings And Jackson, yeah, Jackson Bird that. took 4 yeah. in the first and then in WA's second innings, it was uh, Sam Rainbird with three. So they, you know, they've done all right. And Andrew Feckety got a pair in each innings as well. Oh, what the Feckety? Yeah. Yeah. Sean Go Marsh Feckety made 63. Yourself, Hank Cartwright, 61. Hmm. Disturbing trends. You know what I did? While we're, while we're touching on this game, we're talking about Sean Marsh. I saw a tweet, which I retweeted on the podcast Twitter. And from one of our guys who follows us, and it's actually you made a really good point. Talking about how everyone's like, oh, Sean Marsh, you know, he'd come in and he could play at six, and it's a resurgence of Sean Marsh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's a boulder for the Ashes, and rah rah. Did you know he's only one month younger than Cam White? Is he really? Yep. Yep. I did so read Cam that. Cam White is at a, like, I know, I know, like Cam White's not in crazy form. Yeah. But Cam yeah, White, who had a line put through him five years yeah. ago, was never to be selected again, no matter what he does. Fuck him, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. He's too old, he's too this, he's too that. He's only one month older than Sean Marsh. Crazy. Mm. Yep. I guess if his last name was Marsh, you know, then the nepotism. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no selector's name White, is there? Yeah. So therefore, yeah. racist. Yep, pretty much. Um, Matty Wade made one. In his, oh, good. Yeah, that was real good. Oh, good. Was it a stylish uh, one? Soft three balls. Was it an it aggressive was... at the fielder attacking at yeah, the Yeah, I heard it was one. a combative one. Yeah. <laughs> he said, nice Gary. Hit the cover, ran. He said, nice Gary yeah. as he hit the ball to the fielder. Yeah. <laughs> he hit the cover, ran, then tapped his bat, then walked over to the cover fielder and gave him a spray yeah, and yeah, walked good. back. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There hasn't been a good round for the uh, test hopefuls, has it? No, not really. 
None of them have really done anything. Yeah, not not for that six position no. anyway. Hank made 50. Hilton Cartwright made 61. He didn't bowl, though. Yeah, yeah. That makes it hard. Yeah, but, they, but like they said, they want the number six to be a batsman who can bowl if he's needed. Yeah. Yeah. At yeah. this point in time, that's what Hank yeah. is. And he's got arms like railway sleepers. Yeah, so. yeah true. How's his neck side? Oh, yeah, I don't know if he's got the right he's, circumference he's a big, there. He's a big unit. Yeah. Yeah. He's big enough that when Warner goes to the bar and gets in a fight, Hank can stick up for him anyway. Yeah, yeah. and then Warner can slip the booty. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. important. When he's on the ground. Yeah. Well, especially with England coming out and Ben Stokes on the team, if they're yeah. going to have a blue, you're going to need someone oh, to get that's, yeah. that's a heavyweight bout, yeah, Stokes. That's right. you yeah, Hank in there. Yeah. A couple more observations from the Shield. The players have the numbers on their backs again. But, oh, thank yeah. God. Jeez, I've been calling for it for yeah. years, Ross. Because what I do is I like to look at the number. Yeah. And not know who the number corresponds to. <laughs> yes, that's what I like. Oh, yeah, he's twenty-one, love... so yeah. I don't need his name on the back yeah. because I know that it's just twenty-one. Yeah, exactly. Or number B. They give it like an A4 sheet at the ground with everyone's numbers on it as you walk through the gate. You go. <laughs> you you don't have the point, chant Nick, of like because I'm on the. Mm. You know the chant of Lily going out over the crowd like Lily this year. Yes, you make a good point, Mick, because um, I'm looking at the Cricket Australia scorecard and Alex Doolan's just gone out for a duck, but there's no numbers on the scorecard. So if you're at the ground and Jake Doran is there, you don't know what number he's wearing. So it's pretty stupid. If you're going to give him numbers, you might as well put it on the scorecards. Yeah, you should have their name on the back too, like, you know, Maudsley69 or something (laughs) like that. (laughs) I heard there's like... um, there was a big push from the Sheffield Shield nuffies that yeah. also followed the AFL, so they'd like to get the Sheffield Shield record. Yeah. And then when someone fields the ball, they just put a one. Next <laughs> put a dash. Fielded one, yeah. fielded two. <laughs> in a red pen, but yeah, in a red green pen. pen if they misfield. Misfield, yeah. yeah. And then right. purple if they take a cat. Yeah. 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 That's the that's the bloke with one of those massive clicker pens you used to have in primary school. Yeah. It's got 18 yeah, colours. Like 48 oh. colours. Yeah. yeah. Uh, interesting that uh, Rodney Hogg has stepped into talking about the number six spot in the Ashes. He's a fucking yep. idiot before you keep so, going. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. McD- Knock me down with a feather, Fuck Dave. up, Alex. God. Right. Hey, no swearing yeah. at that end, Ross, please. Poor <laughs> shut, so I Come have to on, let mate. go. That vulgar language. Right. Go on, fuck uh, yourself. Every time I go to speak, you've got something to say. Right. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay thank you. Rodney, okay. Rodney Hogg was put out a tweet last night saying, uh, Ben McDermott, remember him from that T20 innings at Etihad Stadium? He made 45 not out. Number six spot, <laughs> question mark? <laughs> oh, question marks were there. Oh, just come on. Is that a sarcastic tweet? I don't oh, know. The with Rodney Hogg, it's hard to know if he's taking the piss. Yeah. He just says such weird, random fucking things. Dumb shit. Yeah. David Saker was quoted in the paper I read yesterday as saying that Renshaw was under a bit of pressure for his spot. Yeah, wow. that's a load of fucking mm. shit. Too. Yeah. Can we just not From em- who? employ that bloke? Mick Madison. Yeah. yeah. But that's exactly right. Like, who out there is opening the batting and another team putting pressure on him? Yeah. Like, Madison helped him out. By yeah, well, Madison definitely helped him out. Oh, they're pretty good mates, so Madison just fell on the sword there. Yeah. He said, I'm not just shouldered But, like, there's one. no... Like, you can't go through, like, another... Mm-hmm. Like shield team, look at the top two and go, oh, that bloke's stiff. Mm. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. So I don't understand where this perceived pressure's coming from. Well, you're going to going to be pressured by the WA number five, Sean Marsh, making runs. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
A very good point. Uh, just to round out our mm. um, look at domestic cricket, we forgot to mention earlier that the uh, JLT One Day Cup was won by WA, defeating South Australia in the final. Mitch Marsh was the mm. man of the match, and the Mark Higgs yep. medalist was Nick Maddinson, who just proceeded to bag out for the next half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so well done to him. He's good white ball cricketer, perhaps not so good against the red ball. Yeah. Apparently it's all right. in ODI cricket. It's all right if you look like a fuckwit at work. <laughs> Just in traditional, the traditionalist area area of shield cricket, you can't look like a fuckwit. Well, Madison's has got the um, Mark Higgs medal hangover. Yes. Yeah, that's, we, see it, oh we see it every year. Preseason we see champion. It every year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we see it every year. We pumped up his tyres and got him ahead of himself. And... <laughs> um. uh. Yes, well, that leads us directly into a bit more national team talk. And to me, it looks like the Test 11 for the Gabba. Uh, nine of the spots are set. The only ones that are up for grabs are six and seven. Yeah, yeah good call. Who do you like? Uh, well, seven, I think, Alex Carey. Keeper from South Australia. Yeah, from South Australia. Yeah. Do you reckon they're just going to pick one out of the Blue Ross? Yep. Well, why not? Matthew Wade's no good. What about Neville? Yeah, he's yeah. all right, but why not? Something different. He's younger, could play 100 tests. Just yeah, that's I think back when Wade where he got the job, the knock on Neville was he doesn't make enough runs, and it's not like he's gone out since and like made 1,000 runs. Did he well, make 200 the week after he got Yeah, but that's... Like so that, the, that, the, no, I don't know if that continues anyway. score yeah. from now backwards by an Australian wicketkeeper is 60 by Peter Neville in the Perth Test. One before he was dropped in uh, Hobart was the next test and he was cut. It's still the highest uh, score by a test we could keep for Australia. If you go back, that's... I don't reckon Wade scored more than 40. No, it's been terrible. Maybe not even more than 30. Lucky to get 28. Mm. It's only Shane Watson. Lucky to get to 37. Yes. (laughs) Lucky to get to a Rob Quiney well-made night. Yeah, exactly, good point. Uh, I was actually, during the week, uh, talking to a, a young kid and they had a, a book in front of him that said, um, Australia made 381 and Shane Watson made 126. And he said, I can't do this question because that would never have happened. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was pretty good. Okay, okay. Like yeah, it. Yeah, that was good. Good Knowledgeable Yeah, knowledgeable time. time. Yeah, good sledge of old water. <laughs> okay. So um, yeah. there's another knowledgeable child. Yes. Uh, we um, who do you think is in for the number six position? <laughs> well, the bison. Oh yeah, okay, yep, fair enough. Yeah, I still reckon Hank's in the mix. Sorry. Yeah, he's yeah. probably highly likely because he's he's already been in the squad. He's already been around it. Like us, yeah. and you know, I still think that he's. The thing that he's got, like, contrary to what we were just talking about, the thing that he's got over Marsh's age, like, yeah, yeah. Sean Marsh, not just not Mitch, Sean Marsh is fucking old, like, yeah, yes, like I said, he's bloody Cam White old, yeah, like, that's so, old, yeah, because that's fucking old, yeah, that is old, but um, not that age should matter, but I think when it's all said and done, yeah. like, they've already, they've obviously earmarked Hank as someone that they have faith in going forward. Well, I know when I know the Tesla's not a development squad, but. You might as well pick him because there's not really anyone else. Yeah. Apart, you're talking the two marshes and Hilton yeah. Cartwright. Is there anyone else off the top of your head you can think of that has put their hand up? No, done it for a couple of years at least, or at least even a year. Yeah. Or two. The other question is why do we persist with having conversations about Sean Marsh when we know? Yeah. Well, it's because he has 
played really well in the JLT community fucking yeah. cup series what's called. <laughs> it's like white ball cricket there's one slip for five yeah. overs and then everyone just spreads to the fence yeah exactly you know yeah. he's done fuck all in you know test cricket <clears throat> just annoys me that we have conversations based on um white ball cricket yeah. so that's how George Bailey got to go yeah because he smacked a few hundreds on a road in India oh let's put him in the Asher series yeah. that's, that's good. a good point uh I'd just like to no boss Get a boy. No, no boof. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, Get no, rid of yeah. it. Boof's no good. Bring Get in Saker. Silence on the other end, fellas. How about Maxwell? Nah, no, he's good. He hasn't done anything. He's half a chance. He's half a chance. He's half a chance just because they, you know. Luckily, the one thing that a few of these guys have got for them is there's at least two more shield games before this decision's finalised. So. If you're Maxwell, you've got a chance to bounce back. If you are a Cartwright or a Marsh, you've got a chance to make more runs and put your name up. If you're, a, for argument's sake, a Daniel Hughes, who's just made a 50, batting at six, for New, six or seven for New South Wales, you've got a chance to, not that he should be even in the mix, but if you, you've got a chance to have three games where you can make 50, 60, maybe pinch a ton and you can put your name right at the front of the queue. Whether you deserve it or not yeah, yeah. is a is a different argument. Yeah. But this is the this is the one thing that will give Creed Australia with their featuring is they've got they've set it up so there's an opportunity here now for guys to put their hand up and go, I want this yeah. job. And like we're talking about like Ross says with Alex Carey, all realistically, if he can make a seventy and eighty or even a ton in one of these next three, he's like, it, Neville's probably the one that makes most sense. There's no reason that Kerry couldn't put his hand up as well. Yeah. With a couple of good scores. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and at least you're picking those two spots on form. Yeah. Right? Instead of just perceived Because the reality is, like... How they train you get, in the nets. The reality is, is that when you look at Shield cricket at the moment, there's not one keeper who, like, through the craft of keeping glove-wise, is head and shoulders above oh, the others. Yeah. They're all <clears throat> much... Of a muchness yeah. skill set wide. Wade's probably the worst one and he's in the test. Yep. Yeah, that's a bullshit point. Like, he, so, like, so if all it's going to take is one of these guys to make, get a decent run of form on, and the spot could be there. That's very mm. true. Uh, interesting, mm. going back to what you said there about the structure with um, them having three matches, it is good to see that. Interesting, I'll go back to Cal Ferguson's point about. He preferred the mix of the one days and the shield games in together. Actually, not such a bad idea in a way because then the shield could start in the first week of October and you could have, if you integrate, you could have four or five games before the first test. Particularly yeah, well, when we have those test yeah. series like we have previous summers starting like on the 5th of November and 8th of November mm. and things like that. This year's difference 22nd yep. of November. But yes, when we have those earlier starting. Uh, seasons, uh, sh- test seasons. If you had the Shield and the One Days integrated, the um, One Day final could be just before the BBL starts, and then you go from there. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Yeah. Could be a nice sort of uh, high and then mm. kick into the yeah. BBL. Not a bad yeah. idea. I do prefer all of them being. Yeah. Yeah. Look, though. the block system. The block system does work. Like the way we're talking about the last, like in the last episode. Was when I was the argument that you guys had was that um, in terms of trying to follow it and know what's mm. going on, the block system does work mm. well that way. Yep. But the reality is, is that 
first class cricket is there for us to build a test side. Mm. So that means that we've got to restructure it each yeah. year yep. to coincide with mm. us picking our test side. Then fucking restructure it. Mm. You just gave me a fucking heart attack, Ross, by the way, when you said that the test starts... <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> I took the, you gave me a heart attack when you said the test starts on the 22nd of November... I look because I took the twenty third off work so I could watch the first day. <laughs> and it's actually the oh, 23rd, sorry, I was off so work. Yeah. That's uh, good. All three of us sitting here took annual leave on the twenty third yeah, to yeah. watch the first day. <laughs> <laughs> My ass is garbled like a rabbit's nose. You guys are like cricket nuffies, aren't you? Taking days off to, to sit <laughs> well, at home and watch the club. I'm going to the pub. You're and not going to Brisbane. My scorebook, Ross, with wagon wheels, so I'm going to score it. Yeah, get the little red pen, the purple yeah. pen out. Are you taking the yeah. Friday off as well? well? Yeah, I am. Uh, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, but, but least, I'm not. Yeah. But those two are. Oh, yeah. you guys are yeah. losers. Yeah, who do something like that? <laughs> You're like that. Who's that Nuffy in Tassie? Yeah, you two guys are that. Three hundred. Uh, your mate, Bull. No, no, yeah. So, are you going to watch it? At, are you going to watch it at Lasseter's? No, uh, uh, won't be Lasseter's. I think no. we might go a bit more high end than Lasseter's. Yeah. Northcote style. Oh, look at they show sport on TV in Northcote? <laughs> they do at the Peacock oh, okay. Hotel, mate. Spot in every Sponsor form. of the oh. show. If, um, yeah, so if, if anyone out there in podcast land would be is interested in coming and sitting in with a live podcast with three of the four yeah. members. <laughs> Unrecorded. But, uh, <laughs> hit us up on Facebook and we'll yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'll do, what's it called? Like a Facebook catch-up. Yeah, something. it'll be like Google a, it'll be like a uh, Patreon uh, We're calling it the Off Cricket Podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah Taking yeah, acoustic yeah. guitar Even with more you. Cunts. Yep. <laughs> Play tears in the I don't like cricket. <laughs> and um, it really is. There's no. There'd be no issues with sound quality because you'll be hearing it come out of someone's mouth. It won't be recorded. Uh, we'll still find a yeah. way to fuck it up. Um, Leo will still so, poke his head in and scream for no reason. Yeah, no <laughs> I, I do like how you've taken the days off, but you'd forgot to book the flights to Brisbane to watch it. You're going to watch it on the TV instead. Classics. Uh, fuck hanging out with the British yeah, rap, mate. mate, if we go to Brisbane and watch it, we can't listen to the the fucking excellence that is Mark Nichols. Yeah, don't forget Michael Slater. Yeah. Don't you get those earpieces or something at the cricket these days? Yeah, you can do Yeah, that's true. No. But it's not, it's not the same as seeing Mark Nichols turn grey on TV and then disappear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think, Mads, as Tip Madsley would say, allegedly too many drugs the night before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always. It's, always it's the same. Oh, why is so-and-so sick to... Oh, too many drugs. Too many drugs. Allegedly. No, no, he never says anything. He just puts one finger <laughs> to one nostril and then moves his head sideways. <laughs> uh, all right. So um, this round of S.H.I.E.L.D. has really thrown up some names and I just quickly threw together something for you, David. It's a forgotten Australian cricketers 11. Oh, yes. So, oh, I love we've got um, Ed Cowan. He's not forgotten because yep. of all the hoo-ha, but Joe Burns, he used to open for Australia just last yeah, season. Yeah, he's still sort of forgotten. Uh, number three, now this is this one is a classic forgotten Australian cricketer, Alex Doolan. Oh, <laughs> oh, <Alex> <laughs> <Doolan>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get this episode so struck off the SoundCloud list if you keep that up now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> number four, so Cal good. Ferguson, One Test Wonder. I still remember yep. his brother Jeez. flying in from London to watch him and he got... Bold second nut or something. Did he make a yeah, pair of like that. That that, yeah. that in, the, the the what's it called? Yeah, the exactly. nadir, the low point uh, of Australian Test cricket. Yeah. That, oh, that yeah. in Hobart. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, also, I've got there at number five, Cameron White. Oh, 
has played Test cricket for Australia yeah, as yeah, a bowler. Good one. Only one month yeah. older than Sean Marsh. Yeah. Yeah. And then at number six, a blast from the past. He didn't play Test cricket for Australia, but was being groomed for it through playing ODIs when he actually wasn't much of an ODI cricketer. Peter Forrest. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. was a weird selection yes. in the ODIs. He did score a ton he in the ODIs, though. Yeah, off like 250 <laughs> balls, I think mean, yeah. it was. Cat nearly carried that. Yeah. He was a nugget oh, into a yes. operator. He could, could have, have been in a big luck 11 around him. Yeah. He's, yeah. He can't get... <laughs> for the last two seasons, he hasn't been able to get into the Queensland lineup. He's playing yeah. Futures yeah. League for retired. Queensland. Yeah. So that's interesting. That's yeah. right. Just well, he'll come it. out and say he's retired, but when he got dropped... He dropped the Subaru, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven. <laughs> WRX, yeah. When, you, when you're finished, Alex, game, I'll continue. Yeah. <laughs> right, um, I'll All finish right, okay, now, mate. <laughs> Over. Uh, number seven, <laughs> Tim Payne. Can't get a game for Tassie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People still go on about I, know. I read a tweet from anyway someone... Go, he's great. Why isn't he in the I read a tweet side? from um, someone saying, oh, Shield, Shield Cricket's stuffed. No Cam White, no Klinger, no Cowan, no Payne. It's like, you know Tim Payne hasn't regularly played Shield Cricket for three years. Yeah. Hey, Ross, can I um, mm-hmm. just say something about yes. Tim Payne? I read an article on the Fox Sports website um, about um, cricketers who are hard done mm. by. And oh, really? Pretty much like similar to this forgotten hard yep. done by yeah, cricketers. Yeah. And they mentioned Tim Payne as someone who was hard <laughs> done by. And also they mentioned Sean Marsh as someone who was hard done by. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. It's like, it's fucking yep. weird. The Australian populace are hard how's, done by. How's Tim Payne hard uh, done He broke by. his finger, he, shattered it, couldn't yeah, catch anymore. His body off. let him down. Yeah. That's like saying fucking... Daniel Menzel was hard done by because he had 15 knee reconstructions. He's not hard done by. God just fucking hates him, that's all. <laughs> I just have one more thing to say about yes. him, Payne. I well. think he's a Buddhist anyway, mate. But okay, whatever. No, Gary Ablett hates him, mate. Yeah. Tim Payne never went to the Olympics either, uh, Ross. Uh, <laughs> yes. Who's number eight? Number Ross, eight, Trent doing? Copeland. Yeah. Oh, oh, played three tests for Australia. How many tests did he Three, I think, in Sri Lanka, three. all three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one another bloke who can't get a game for Queensland, but he's on their list. Peter George, one Test wonder. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. you'd mention him. Uh, at number ten, Joe Many, if any, just one <laughs> Test down <laughs> there with Cam Ferguson, Cal Ferguson, sorry, in Hobart. Oh, that's a real fucking. Oh, low isn't point. it just <laughs> the people who played in that yes. Test? Yeah. Oh, mate, any time the Test side's got two South Australians in, it's a fucking low <laughs> point. Mate. Yeah, I know. Fucking liability. Oh, and <laughs> number that. eleven. A show favourite, Doug Bollinger. Oh, 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 six years of age, ball. still going strong. Mm. The rug turned the yeah. cue ball. That's a good. That's, that's a good not team, a bad Ross. eleven. I love yeah. the D ball. It's a shit oh, yeah. team, but yeah. it's a good. It's a, good <laughs> no, it's a great concept. I'll bring out more. I'll bring out. Um, uh, in a few weeks, when the Australian players all ship off to play Test cricket, there'll be some real no-name gypsies turn up for Shield games. That's oh, when we start. Oh, yeah. some names. We're talking some. There'll some, be. Um, what's yeah. his name? Is it Wade Somerville or something like that? The, the, the Kiwi yeah. who's not a Kiwi anymore. Yeah, that guy. There'll be like some random like Axel Fisher or something. Arjun Nair will probably get a go. Well, Arjun. Speaking of so Arjun there was there. a point. I just yeah. you go you go Arjun Nair. Oh, Garinda <laughs> Sandu will probably get a <laughs> gig. Not even <laughs> world's largest diamond. Yes. So at the um, at the 
March, Feb, March last year, sorry, when the ODI team went to New Zealand and the test team went to Dubai in preparation for the India series. Oh. And there was about 30 Australian standard cricketers left the shield. That is when they really plumbed some new and interesting depths. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the planets were in alignment. Oh, there they were indeed. The, and, and, and still, Usman Khawaja didn't play a game for anyone in that month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Speaking of Arjun yes. there, Ross, um, he got hit for 18 runs off and over today in the uh, Hong Kong World Sixers tournament against So that Pakistan. was an economical over, I'd say. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, the big Duke, uh, John Hastings, got uh, 22 smashed off his one. Oh, and Alex Gregory bowled it over and got hit for 29 oh, off his over. Jesus. So, Straight yeah. down the Gregory pick. I think sixes actually count as eights or something in that tournament. Yeah, there is some. And, um, so did Arjun Nair get a gig for playing well for the um, Hong Kong State Sixers? <laughs> oh, no idea. No, no they, send, they send, like, that, yeah, that, that's the Australian team. That's the Australian side. So they send, like, randoms yeah. who aren't actually playing in the cricket. Yeah, yeah. He, he actually. So that's where, like, Mark Ward and Steve Ward played in it after. They retired. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, was that so? That was after they'd also quit indoor cricket. <laughs> yeah, they'll play so they no play, they effectively, in the they effectively play on like soccer fields and shit. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a Kowloon yeah. Cricket Club. Yeah, is that is sock play? <laughs> Uh, the East from Hong Kong. I don't know if sorry. Right. Close, close enough, mate. Close enough. So bloody this was, yeah. funnily We're enough... not that sort of bloody podcast. <laughs> funnily enough, this was the semi-final that uh, was played today. Pakistan scored 115 off their five overs. Jesus and Christ. And Australia fell short at three for 80. So the big Duke opened the batting with uh, Nathan Reardon. Oh, Nathan Reardon. Uh, There's Duke a really sort of... Yeah, I know. Yeah. This is a forgotten yep. cricketer. Uh, Matt Short's also in the team. Oh, yeah. Um, and a couple of other gypsies yeah. who are real no-name style, like RJ. So that's one of those ones, isn't it? Yeah, like there's five overs. You have, like, have a, and like everyone bowls except the keeper or something. Yeah, something like that. So yeah. the, the final will be Pakistan versus South Africa. Yeah. South Africa. Uh, what a comprehensive wrap-up yeah. of Hong Kong World yeah, Sixers. Yeah, that's right. Who's playing How come Chris Lynn's not in that side? Shoulder have operation. Have fuck all. Oh, okay. So, because he'd be bombing eights so, like it's going yeah. out of fashion. Bombing eights. Who's playing for the Sappers? Lance Klusner? <laughs> oh, imagine the big Zool. Oh, he's he's oh. batting coach for someone on me. Uh. Is he? That's weird. Yeah. Because he hit a big ball Zulu, didn't mm. he? Fuck. He did bat with a railway fucking sleeper. Oh, right? the world's biggest bat. Like, People whinge about Warner. Fucking Lance Clues' bat was fucking <laughs> And it would have been like nine pounds. It was fucking <laughs> massive. wasn't even made out of bloody willow. Uh, listen oak. to us. Turn about the clock. <laughs> uh, nostalgia. Tear in the eye. I don't know how he swung it with his T-Rex arm. <laughs> yes, his bowling action. Very T-Rex. Yeah, uh, yeah. With that all in the bag now, we head over to Mick for some local cricket. Alrighty, so um, speaking of eights, we've got a couple of uh, got a couple of blokes here who um, have had very good performances in suburban uh, cricket across Australia. So we'll start with the Port Augusta Cricket Association. Oh, nice part of the world, yes. Yeah, which played host to a remarkable individual performance uh, a couple of weekends ago when West Augusta B grade batsman. Josh Dunstan scored 307 <laughs> in a 35, 35 over a side match against Central Sterling. Oh my God. So, just to put it into. <clears throat> so, the big fella hit 46. I was going to say he's a real sort of uh, large yeah, range. Yeah, he, he? He, he was a. Rotund. He was a thick, <laughs> thick human being. He was a, he was a bit of a bison yeah. so, um, Thick neck. So, the, one of the quotes, which I haven't got in my wrap up here, one of the quotes I read was. Yeah, I'm not real big on running. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. 
Uh, so while, and so each triple century made up 86% of the team's score of mm. 354. Oh. I, I believe we had this conversation maybe a year ago when I mm. asked you to try and work out if that was the most anyone has yeah. ever been percentage-wise. So, uh-huh. I've got some information about that. Oh, nice. All right. So, so to put empty. this into context, the ODI record, so international one-day cricket, Highest percentage for runs completed in innings is held by Viv Richards. Unsurprising. So Viv made 189 red Ooh. in a 9 for 272 oh. performance, which is 69.5%. Oh, Dinner for two. Dinner for two. Yeah. And a half. <laughs> so the big fella beat him by almost 20%. Yes, yeah. Jesus. So that was against... That was against England at Old Trafford in 1984 and hasn't been matched, hasn't oh, been vetted to this day in international cricket. Can I ask cricket. a question, Mick, or would you like to continue? No, yeah. Okay, so how many overs did he actually bat for? Because he didn't open, right? No, so he batted at three. Yeah. So I haven't got how many overs he batted for. I don't, I don't have that, unfortunately. That would have been a... So it put it, less than 35. Yeah, so yeah. put it this... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so um, he... Sorry, mate. So five of his teammates made ducks. <laughs> oh, the next best score was 18 not out. So he came in when it was one for 10. Scored 300. And, so he scored 307 of the 318 runs that were scored when he batted. In 35 overs. Oh, less than. And, and it was less oh. than 35 overs. Was he dismissed? Yeah, he was. So they, they were all out. All out? <laughs> yep. Sorry, no, they weren't. They batted time. They batted time. I, okay. I apologise. But they did go eight down. Yeah. No, nine down, sorry. Nine <laughs> down. Eight blokes were bowled and one bloke was LB. Oh, Even on. the big fella who, who was braining him everywhere made 300 and got bowled. Oh, oh you're a bit stiff on 300 yeah. if you're not, uh, not seeing yeah. them like beach balls get See, bowled. This is crazy to me, right? Yeah. So. He must have scored singles in there as well to get himself on strike. Yeah, if you look, I've got the scorecard in front of me. There's a couple of singles in here. Yeah, because look, if yeah. you're just hitting there's a lot. Numbers. Like I said, there's forty sixes and a few fours. Right. But you go through here. There's like yeah, like there's, it's barring him and the guy who made eighteen. The next highest score is nine. Imagine you're a weird unit like Ross is, and he just sort of walks around to suburban cricket yeah. grounds. And stumbles upon that one. You'd <laughs> be straight down to the bottle of getting six cans and having a real. I'd be straight down to Greg Chapel Crew store and get me a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> so they made two hundred and three runs for the seventh wicket, which was with the other guy who made eighteen. He made eighteen of the two hundred and three. This is the greatest local oh, score of all time. I don't it's know. amazing. Like, it's going to be yeah, big. Yeah. Can you see the sundries on that score? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, but the, yeah. So that, so no, no. But this is the thing. One wide. Um, sorry, one by, five wide, one oh, no ball. Wow, Actually, that's not too bad. They had a three hundred fifty-four. There's only six sundries. Some of the bowlings is like oh. one guy got one guy got three for ninety-nine off eight overs. <laughs> oh, Mickey Lewis style. <laughs> one guy got none for eighty off five overs. Oh. One guy got none for sixty-nine. Feast for two. <laughs> Off six overs, so it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty good scorecard. Yeah. So um, so that's enough of Josh Dunstan. He's had his oh. fifteen minutes. Oh, mate, so, mate give him a half hour. Yeah. Of so from Port Augusta, we head to the Central Gippsland Cricket Association. Not as good a part of the world. No, 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 not really. <laughs> and we check in on your lawn North third grade player Nick Gooden. Oh, sounds a lot. So Nick is another thick. 
Yep. Gentlemen. <laughs> Being a good pack. A little bit portly, as I would yes. say. Chubby. So Nick started the day opening the batting. Yep. And got skittled third ball of the day for a duck. Nice well, that's nothing new, mate. Yeah. What's special about this? So not to be deter- but not to be deterred by by his lack of runs. He made a he took a plethora of wickets. Uh-huh. So Nick finished the day with eight for seventeen off eight overs. Ooh, Jesus. Now that's a fair effort in itself, but it's more than nature of how he got his eight wickets, which is the real story here. So he took eight wickets in ten balls. Oh what? Oh. That's right, eight wickets in ten balls. Really, dooly. So he took a hat trick. Yeah. He followed it up with a dot and then a two. Expensive. And then he took a triple hat trick, which for those playing at home is five wickets in five balls. How good is that? Imagine that. Imagine being on the fielding side just going, wrap this up, big fella, I've had enough of this shit. And he just walks in, just gets five poles (laughs) in a row. So So Nick described himself as bowling... Sloppers, which I'm guessing are just like medium <laughs> pace up and down. Probably a real dobbly style, yeah. yeah. A dobbly action, but um, that's why we're yeah. explicit. Now. That's the mention of the word yeah. So eight for seventeen of oh, eight poppers. overs with a hat trick and a triple hat trick. Bowling poppers. Yeah. Uh, is he a right arm gypsy or left arm gypsy? Do you know, know that information. We're going to say he's right arm. Yeah, because everyone else is. Yep. It was very self And that, ma- that makes it even more impressive because right arm ploppers are pretty easy to hit. <laughs> yeah. Left arm ploppers have a little bit of extra yeah, to yeah, their left arm. Coming from? Yeah. What's the different angle? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be oh, fucked, Do I open yeah. my stance up or do I close my stance up? <laughs> I don't know what I do to these uh, Good rep. Um, yeah, apart from that, there was another thing doing around. I haven't got it written down. There's another... Um, Shane Watson's still getting around in district cricket in, Watson in Sydney. He made 189. For Sunderland, which is where he plays, which is now the highest score in the history of that club. Oh, really? Yeah, so the highest score used to be 166, which was made... It seems low, doesn't it, for a great cricket? Which is 160... Yeah, it, it kind of is, but the 166 yeah. was made in the very first game ever of that oh, club. Oh, really? So, like, so, and that was, like, back in, like, the 20s or something like that. Yeah, right. So the record has stood for, like... 80 years or yeah, something and he broke, he broke it in round one is this premier cricket, cricket or is it just sort of your real timber huh? club style premier cricket or no no Sunderland I'm pretty sure is great, great cricket okay so yeah. that does seem yeah. low for a great cricket club yeah I know yeah, surprisingly it wasn't a double yeah. Yeah. especially one that old because what People pile up thousands yeah, of runs cricket as you're probably through there so yeah, yeah. But, yeah right. so Good stuff. Uh, if if you want to check more on the what I think it was on the Cricket Australia website, that's where I found it. So what I've given back to local cricket after his yeah. time in the sun. Yes, it's a good bloke. After having taken so, 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 so much from <laughs> yeah. cricket, yeah. He's, he's decided to give a little bit. Yeah, he's taken years <laughs> off my life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very good. Thank you, Mick, for that comprehensive wrap-up of some extraordinary performances in local cricket. Now time to go back to the books... It's hey. The Inside Edge by Rod Marsh. I look back at the Australian cricket, Australian summer of cricket in 1982-83. God, this was so good last week, Ross, by the way, or last episode. So, at this time we go back to the Boxing Day test at the MCG in 1982. Oh, uh, we were chasing 292 in the fourth innings. and We were doing well at three for 171. Then the rot set in. Alan Border started to run out of partners. And we could feel the test and maybe the ashes slipping away. Border saw David Hooks go, then me, Bruce Yardley, Jeff Lawson and Rodney Hogg, which only left Jess Thompson, who enjoys hitting a cricket ball but believes that defence is something you build around a paddock to keep the sheep and the cows in. (laughs) (laughs) When Tomo joined Border, we were 9 for 2, won 8, 74 runs short of the target. 
I'd seen enough. I threw in the sponge, skied the towel, conceded defeat, and retired from the players' viewing area upstairs to the dressing room in the bowels of the members' stand. Jeez. <laughs> have a few titties, no doubt. Real team man, old Rodman. There are a few reasons for my retreat. I'm a cricket realist who doesn't believe in miracles and will poor enough sport to regard it an unnecessary suffering to actually watch Australia lose a game of cricket if you don't have to. It was getting on for six o'clock too, the happy hour for most cricketers and the sacred hour for yours truly. It's the time to tear the top from a can of beer. It's as much as part of a day's cricket to me as putting on the gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me. On this yeah. particular day, it was, wasn't so much a ritual as a necessity. After all, we had some sorrows to drown. With the exception of David Hooks, uh, Jeff Lawson, and national coach Brian Tabor, who joined me below. So the coach joined him down in the change rooms. <laughs> and Australian camp were upstairs waiting. Lawson is a teetotaler. I guess, like me, he just didn't want to be there at the end. Six o'clock came and went. Another round of cans bit the dust, and still no sign of Border and Thompson arriving downstairs. Um, we weren't to know, of course, that Tomo and AB were out there fending off England in one of the most remarkable regard actions Test cricket had ever seen. <laughs> what a fucking idiot! <laughs> but this, this, this fucking is a really good insight into. Why he was such a fucking horrible yes. selector. Yeah. So he'd be like, oh, these cunts are losing and just fucking leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, never see if anyone... That's why we didn't pick people who could dig in, because he yeah. never saw anyone <laughs> dig in. Jeff Thompson, agricultural swiper of the cricket ball. Sometimes hits, sometimes misses, sometimes hits him over the fence, sometimes sticks him over slips heads, often bold middle stump. As Confucius might have said, shutty eye, hitty hard. This <laughs> 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 uh, is the worst. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Okay. So, 37 runs to get on day five. Not a great deal on paper, but tomorrow was obviously going to be a great day one way or the other. Having given the test up as lost a couple of hours earlier, I'd already packed my gear and look forward to having dinner with my wife and Dennis Lilly and his wife. Uh, I look forward to having nothing to do the next day, no net practice, no warm-ups. I guess my plans would have to change. We dined that night, the lilies and marshes, as guests of a friend. It was some night, and I let my hair down a little. The occasion seemed to demand it. I, I had a few more beers, and were they wines, than my natural bent towards sobriety would normally have allowed, and I didn't exactly spring out of bed next morning. The idea of warming up for a game of cricket, which logically we'd already lost, had little appeal. Still, a bit of a run around might sweat out a little bit of last night's overindulgence and might give Border and Thompson just the confidence they needed by bowling a few balls at them in the nets. After all, if they could handle my delivery, surely they could handle anything the Poms could unleash at them. <laughs> I do love it that the, you know, non-bowler chucks them yeah, down yeah. the you know, the test bloody playing side. Oh, yeah. Uh, it seemed appropriate to me that the day's proceedings should take up precisely where yesterday's has left off. That is, with Marsh, Hooks and Tabor drinking cans of beer downstairs with Jeff Lawson listening to our drivel and the rest of the party upstairs, going through all sorts of mental agony watching the drama. So, so, so when hostilities resumed at 11am, the three of us peeled open a can of peace in the dressing room and the teetotaler took up his silent vigil with us and Australia held its breath. Yeah, it's like, but it's like... <laughs> sorry, it's like... When someone's making the ton, you're sitting there, you don't move out his seat. Yeah, it's yeah. so true. That's yeah. so good. It's <clears throat> amazing. Uh, running commentary from guys upstairs drifted down to us. We can't win. We're going to win. Oh, he's hit it. He's not out. He's out. Oh, great shot. He's caught. No, he's not. Oh, the ordeal seemed endless. And by the time um, Tomo was dismissed, it's just 
with us just four runs short of the impossible, Marsh, Hooks and Tabor had managed to down eight cans of beer each. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <Bloody hell. laughs> On top of the heavy night before, it did nothing for our sanity. I suppose you could say we were drunk. <laughs> so a great test match was over and I hadn't seen a ball of the last wicket stand which will be talked about as long as cricket itself is discussed neither had David Hooks or the coach Tabor Um, but that the way that that was the way it had to be I guess I'd put my foot in it as the other guys moped into the dressing room come on I said we'll pick ourselves up we've got another game in Sydney next week and we played so well here without winning there's no way they can beat us. Greg Chappell said, shut up and give the boys some peace. <laughs> so there you go. And that test was 1982. 1981 was the Boxing Day test where Kim Hughes made a Man. century on the first day and then, um, no, Cried. then, um, uh, <laughs> everyone punched Lily, him. Lily, Lily reduced <laughs> the West Indies to four yeah. for 11. He took um, Viv yeah, Rich's last ball of the day. Got him you know, four for eleven. That's where that's, that Bill Laurie thing comes from. I'm telling you, last ball. ball yeah, that's right. Uh, and so they, because they, they've been test played around Boxing Day and on Boxing Day in uh, Melbourne and other places at different times. But those two tests, one after another, starting on Boxing Day in Melbourne, cemented that Boxing Day in Melbourne would be yeah, right. test matches. Yeah. Yeah, because they were so great, those two, one after another, two consecutive years. Yeah, there's right. only been one year since where they haven't had a Test match Boxing Day at the MCG. Oh, very good. So, yeah, cool. a good story. I love the idea that they just cracked open the cans at 11 a.m. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> That's crazy. Professional cricket. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know. And who says Australia doesn't, has a yeah, bad no, drinking culture, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Imagine the crowd. They'd just be doing the same, so why not? Yeah, yeah so... Now, why do they got paid <laughs> fucking peanuts? You had to drink <laughs> your weight. They're fucking, they're fucking cans all the time. We're not yeah. paying these so guys anything. Right. To make up for the low pay, you had to drink your weight in beer cans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right, yeah. They all would have been freebies, and Benson yeah. yeah. and Hedges were sponsoring the yeah. one-day cutback. Oh, so it would have been... Oh. That's good. It would have been able to see in the bloody chamber. <laughs> would have been like a but, well, You had to walk around on the bloody hands and knees. Yes, get down low and go, go, go. Yeah. Stop, stop, exactly. uh, yes, anyway, there's lots of gold still in there. I haven't even... That was probably... I read that because it's um, such a... Well, if you know it, it is a famous moment. Uh, Thompson and Border trying to make those yeah. runs. Just yeah, scratching yeah, the surface. Just scratching the surface. That keeps going for six months. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Some of his lines about defence and the cows under paddock, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Shut oh, yeah. Confucius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we move on now to news or about Crick, and I believe, um, Alex, yeah. you have an update on Beth Stokes. Um, oh, yeah, well, we can all sort of talk about that one, but uh, Ben Stokes was protecting the honour of a couple of homosexual men men yes which is why he laid 47 punches in a minute into yeah. someone and which is also why Alex Hale slipped the boot in four so, or five times so, while the guy um, was on the ground he has yeah. heterophobia is that what you're saying yes yeah, so, yeah. so I think it, what was heard was uh, 
Ben Stokes yelling yes as he vote yes as he punches yeah. absolute super. yelling he's yelling marriage equality yeah. as he punched the man over and over exactly. again. And Alex Haas is kicking him in the face, going, Vote yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're here, we're queer. Without any more beers. Bang. That's what happened. Yeah, so it came to light in the Sun newspaper, I believe. And I think I saw this a while ago, but at Cricket Australia obviously haven't been scaring the uh, Twitterverse very hard mm-hmm. but that might have been the case I think Piers Morgan found out about it first yes yeah yeah he yes. yeah. went the early crow yeah Piers Morgan mm. went really early about it saying there's more to this than people understand he was protecting you know a pair of homosexual men who were being harassed and so it's a like, rather like, contrast to, to, to the, um, the story you shared from um, uh, Brian Smokey Dawson hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> known, known, known uh, investigative journalist yeah. yeah. who uh, who gave us the insight that that, that the big ginger bloke was defending uh, was belting up Alex because Alex that bloke stole Alex Harley's yeah. girlfriend or something yeah, like that. So either so either there could be a combination happening here. Oh yeah. So what it could have been was Ben Stokes was defending Alex Harley's oh, boyfriend. Maybe yes. Ooh. Interesting. Ooh. Like, you know, maybe that's what's going I still on. I think it's a good enough excuse for actual grievous bodily harm. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has yeah, he been charged with anything yet? I, I, I didn't mean to say. I didn't mean to say come out then disqualify the voice. <laughs> um, no, not yet. I think but, it was some some weird term like was it a fracker or a fray is the or a melee or something. Yeah, yeah. but it does um it does slide. This slides straight into the wheelhouse of they were going to find a way to get him out here. And yeah. now, like they're finding a way. I just, I just find it interesting. Shit. Let him come out. He's oh, a ginger. Yeah. He's going to get sunburnt the first test. He's going to yeah. be fucked the rest of the tour. Yeah. But I just throat. find it interesting that like this is now all being reported accurately, and these guys have actually come out and made statements and that. But it's like a month later. Like where were they two oh, days after? It's like when Warner used to shag nurses. Yeah. Right. I heard. Did you guys miss that gag? That was so brilliant. Yeah, I don't know. Please repeat I said it. It's like when Warner used to just shag all the nurses in England and they'd wait two months till he's gone home and then they'd come out in oh, the tabloids yeah. and say, give us. Well, I heard they weren't really cricket fans and had no idea who Ben Stokes was. Yeah, but okay, I understand that. Yeah, when the police knocked on their door. I read a thing in Crick Info. Yeah. It was one of those stupid question answer like Jared Job View. Kimba? No, no, it was like this like just text. Kimber. You know those things in the Herald Sun, one of these two Box blokes at a bar with Bobo? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. that. Ah. But then they were like, the guys didn't know, so they just didn't think much of it. Okay, yeah. that, okay, fair enough. Yes. yes. I don't know whether that's true. But, no, 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 but the, the other side of it is. Okay, they might not know who Ben Stokes is, and I can accept that. That you know, there's going to be people out there who don't watch cricket and don't know, a lot of and just think that's just some weird six or five ginger Kiwi <laughs> bloke, and they just go, "What the fuck's he doing here? That's unusual." Ginger psychopath. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, who's this weird bloke? Fair enough. But at some point, these two gentlemen who he's defending, somehow got to watch the TV, yeah, yeah. go on the internet. Or read a fucking newspaper and go, oh fuck, that's that bloke who belted up that bloke for us. Maybe they're just fans of Twitch and YouTube now. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Equally as likely, I would say. <laughs> you know what I mean? But this, no, I agree with there's you. There's got to be some point where in their day to day life, either one of these gentlemen yeah. has tripped over a newspaper and gone, oh, that's that bloke who belted up those yeah, bikes. I'm surprised yeah. Alex yeah. could make it to the podcast today because isn't there a massive gaming convention in Melbourne this weekend? It's packs, mate. Yeah, yes, it is. It is on. Mm. Um, 
And yes, that's all I've got. Anyway, to say thanks now. to Rinai Infinity. Um, uh, <laughs> if you were on SoundCloud, yeah, sorry, I should move on. Move on now, Alex. I believe you have some international cricket news about uh, match fixing and groundkeepers. I do have news about crick with match fixing and groundkeeping. So it's in my wheelhouse. The middle of the uh, Venn diagram of match fixing, which I like. <laughs> Should be uh, more on it. Says boring, <laughs> one says boring, one says cricket. Don't you have yes, a, don't don't, you have a I like news about it, especially when it revolves around okay. New Zealand care. Just to interrupt, and just to interrupt you there. Which I like. okay. Stop interrupting me, Ross. I believe you have a Venn diagram that has three circles. If one is groundskeeping, uh-huh. one is match fixing, and the third one yes. is man cat. Does this one involve mancad? <laughs> oh, no mancads, unfortunately, <laughs> mate. More mancad. Yes. Hashtag more mancad. Yes. We need more of it. It's a legitimate form yes. of dismissal. Continue, sorry, for the interruption. <clears throat> so, head ground head curator of Pune. Oh, or Pune. Pune. And the <laughs> Maharashtra Cricket Association. <laughs> Or the MCA, which I will refer it to here, there is. Mecca. Um, Pandurang Salgayonka. I hope I pronounced that correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the initial reports is some um, reporters for the... Excuse me. Spit it out, Alex. Come on. Oh, if I was talking, you'd story. be... Because oh, you guys all look at me and do head gestures. If I was talking, you'd be interrupting oh, constantly. Now you get your chance and you're just, you're just pausing and dead airing. What are you doing hey, right now? Talk. What are you doing right now, Ross? Okay, so reporters of the India Today TV posed as bookies and... Um, they filmed this interview or whatever, this conversation, and they wanted um, information about the pitch and how it was going to play um, from Pandurang. Um, and he was quite open with giving out this information and there shouldn't be any information according to ICC guidelines given out by the curator to anyone okay. about the pitch. And they, uh, it might also be a BCCI thing yeah. as well. Um, so he was giving information that it was there was going to be around about a very specific number of runs scored on that pitch that day. It was going to be around three hundred and twenty-seven or something. He reckoned. Yeah. Um, he also let these reporters onto the field, which is not allowed. There's only got to be people that were authorised to be onto the field, and that's ICC. So he didn't, they didn't have the right lanyard, you see. No, they didn't have the one with the extra on the back of it. (laughs) (laughs) We're both leaving David Dark in the showers. It's It's a long story, isn't it, Ross? It's not a good one, I'll give you that. So he also was promising favours. <laughs> chicken oh, twisties. Oh, chicken oh, twisties. Oh, oh, just a second. A bit chicken blues out, haven't we? <laughs> oh, I'm saved this for after the one hour, Mark. That's, Goodness me. That's why we had the explicit part. <laughs> oh, right. See me at the back of the um, curator's shed in 20 minutes. <laughs> at the minutes. back of the curator's shed. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it was bleeped out. So it was an edit. what was shown and what has been seen by... Um, at least uh, a few media outlets is a edited story done by the India Today TV. Oh, oh, disgusting. <laughs> yeah, well, it was, it was um, no, pixelated oh, out. Oh, oh, <laughs> Japanese style. As yeah. they, uh, as <laughs> it was a grass bakake. It was mad. 
They're just throwing grass clippings. It's just oh. <laughs> Gross. Oh, Pedro ain't come out with great clay lobe all over his face. Yeah, head to toe. <laughs> a little bit in his eye, I think. In, in line marking paint, just all over it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the famous he was promising was they didn't allude to it in the. Um, how did you uh, find video. this story? But he said, this, what about the, the reporters were asking, what about the favours you've said we're going to give to? And they bleeped out that it was either a team or a player. Yeah. And the guy's like, and he's like, yes, yes, no, the job's done on that one. These will be given. So. But he's a groundskeeper, and maybe his favours like, oh, I'm, I'll come around and mow your lawn for you, mate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. it was like setting up something on a spot or, you know, yeah, you're yeah. doing something with the pitch, which mm-hmm. is, wasn't really alluded to, but that's sort of how I'm reading it anyway. Yeah. Um, well, this is the same curator that produced the pitch that was rated poor by match referee Chris Broad in the Australian India test. Oh, that first one that we won, yep. where it turned like a right angle. Was that right. the one where he basically was he the one that basically just told everyone to fuck off? Was that uh, him? Oh, well, he's a curator, everyone, so yes. That yeah, like, no, but wasn't everyone like getting into him afterwards? And he basically just said, "Well, I don't care about you, yeah, pricks." He gets effectively. No, I don't give a shit again. Just play on it. Well, why would he give a shit? He's on the take before yeah, well, I ran every match, yeah. so it's like, well, okay, he's well, on he's... the take. He's on the take for sure. Panjarang, um, Salganoaka, also played first class cricket in India. Yeah, right. Which is a fun fact. I'll, I'll finish Good. off this. It's a fact. Played 63 first class games. He was a fast bowler. Um, he took 214 wickets at 26.7. Any played for the Chennai Chicken Twisties? <laughs> Probably pure. The Chennai Bukaki. Bangalore Grub. Hike about hand jobs. <laughs> so I think Ross is watch this space on this story because the ICC anti corruption unit uh-huh. has flown in. They got the black unmarked yep. chopper and yeah. dropped themselves yeah. in on a string line yeah. into the ground. Does this mean they're going to take that test with oh. one office? And, and, <laughs> no. and erase Stephen O'Keefe from the record book. Well, yeah. what I'd like to know, Alex, <laughs> hopefully. But uh, no, so the the game that this was two days that this was filmed two days before, which was an ODI between New Zealand and India, yeah. went ahead as fine. Yeah. Chris Broad again was the match referee, and he said the pitch was fine to go. So yeah. and. They didn't get anywhere near the 327. Yes. Well, New Zealand didn't get anywhere near the 327 mm. that Blatt this guy was sprouting. So yeah. that was that too many like shaking fielders' hands after every shot. Yeah, and, and I think every time running twos and every stuff. time a batsman went out, they gave him a guard of honor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the umpires come and gave him a guard of honor. Yeah. Okay, go Ross. Um, excellent story, Alex. I just not, I just don't know how you cross paths with it. I'm just curious as to how you found this story. Anyway. <laughs> Mm. Oh, okay, uh, right. Because I thought this was a domestic game. I was going, geez, this is full on. I realised it's now an international <laughs> game. <laughs> just to give you a quick... I think oh, it was this day. I don't know what that is. Uh, just to give you a quick score update, Tassie is 7 for 30 now. Bo Webster... Four. All right. How about the uh, women's uh, yeah, okay. score update? Um, you've got a phone too. Um <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> And their target was 278, and they've finished yeah, 9 yeah. for 257. So a fair old collapse there by Australia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. So the wide, wide open. open. They've been split asunder. Mm. 
<laughs> yep. And so quick oh, update, Tazzy, seven for 30. Yep. Top, well, top run score at the Whoa. moment is is Rodney Hogsman. No, not Rodney Hogsman. He made uh, Ben McDermott Hogsman made a duck off four balls. So definitely get the number six spot in the right, first test. Straight oh, in. Least no, he didn't, but at least he didn't stick around yeah. and take ages to make it. Like, and our man, Bo Webster, yeah, the quarterback, is on nine not out, holding the whole thing together. Um, yet yet nice. to get a player into double figures. <laughs> 33% of their score, Bo Webster's Ooh. mate. Could be a record-breaking. Yeah, if he can just get to 20. This could be Tazzy's lowest score ever, I believe, in Shield Cricket. So it's over now to David for some listener feedback. All right. So we actually had some real listener feedback. I know. And not just feedback from our mates like Alex is boring and the old shit and Uh, all that sort of stuff. uh, Alex is ugly. And this come via the website. This come via the uh, website. There you go, thank you. And this is How the a man. How fuck did he find that podcast? I'm That's just gonna, good. I'm just gonna tell this story first, yeah. Del, before you continue. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> this is by a man named Washington. Denzel uh, uh, Washington. Yes, Denzel Washington. <laughs> uh, Academy Award winner. Yeah. Uh, and he, the subject of the feedback is feedback from a pom. Yeah. So already. I'm on the back foot here. I'm like, I don't want to be told what to do by any fucking pom. <laughs> All right, Gov. Now, actually, this is how he starts the, the mm. feedback. Now then, lads. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, you're proper northerner. <laughs> Did you uh, want to say something much before I go? Oh. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Washington has hit me with... Um, <laughs> I've just listened to your podcast for the first time, and I thought it was really funny. But being a pom, I thought I'd have a whinge. Right, that's pretty yeah, standard yeah. behaviour. You know, I'm on side now. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. Your fucking levels are all over the place, and kids keep walking in and out. <laughs> he, he says mithering you, but I think it means to mean bothering you. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he poses a few questions for us. Yeah. Is it always yes. that bad? Well, yes, yes it is, yes. Denzel. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Isn't there a room in your house where you can go without interruptions? That's a no. Yeah. Where do you go Kitchen for a sink. wank? <laughs> usually, yeah, usually in a bush or up a tree. <laughs> tree shaking. So he suggests that we we do the podcast from there. So next week, boys, we're driving to Iron and climbing a tree and do the podcast from there. Climbing the poplar tree at the front of Lot One Iron Avenue Iron Mr. Washington continues. For fuck's sake, at least oil the I hinges oil on them. your door. <laughs> Fixed them up today. Now, I think, I think that was my bad because I had to take a really, really quick shit last week <laughs> during the podcast and the toilet door <laughs> hinges are so fucking squeaky. So I think that's my bad. I had to take a shit during the podcast. What's wrong with you? Well, I got pissed the night before and I had to have the AGB. I was fucking <laughs> Anyway, seriously though. Fucking awful sound and terrible sloppy production apart. So the he, podcast is great. Can and I just jump in there? What does he mean by production? Uh, of course you can. So but does that mean like having segments? No, I think it's the editing. Does it mean I having segments in a running order? Does no. production mean like yeah, editing and stuff like that? Oh, who knows? We I think, even it, have I think it might mean like making sure the levels are all good in post-production maybe. But actually going over our recording and... Caring about it. Yeah, There's just, some good just stuff coming in this. Here, this is the boring bit before the good bit. No, no interrupting uh, again. I'm talking over the top of you all the time. I can't wait till we're in the same room so I can just put my hand over your mouth next time you get to interrupt me. 
Maybe he was disappointed yeah. because the last uh, episode, Alex left his phone on and we lost the high quality recording on his phone uh, and I had to go to the backup recording. Yeah, when the missus, yeah. the missus called. Yeah. There's a serious, um, uh, what do I want to try to say here? Um, accusation. No, not accusation. Um, this is going well, Paul. Passion. passion. Yes. Oh, yes. Mm. Of any time, mm. no, pattern, not passion. Any time there's a fuck up, oh. it's usually got to do with Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. It's usually oh. got to do with Ross. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, before uh, we move, Mr. Oh, White, I take the works on our sound quality personally. That's the problem. I get fired up about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. it's coming. Look, it's the other one in post that you should. I, I'm just, it's just me and the three of you don't care. You know, it's just me trying my best for sound quality and I get no support. Exactly, mate. <laughs> yeah, we're in the back there making microwave popcorn all the time. Bacon sandwiches. A bacon sandwich. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Washington has some good points for you here, Ross. He said, I really loved your take on Ben Stokes. In quotes, I hate it when bad that things happen to no, bad that people. Was me. Yeah, Classic. Was Hold on, I'm getting to this. Jeez, <laughs> also loved, he goes to ask a guy to leave his missus alone, and the next thing he knows, he gets walloped by a giant ginger king. <laughs> <laughs> Pure gold. Also loved the Rodmar stuff. I'll be getting that book. You're changing oh, the world. Like finding this yeah. book. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we might. Actually, when I'm finished with it, I might send it over. Four cents in royalties checked yep. into him. Yeah, do that. Uh, so he finishes. So thanks for a gr- thanks for the great content, but please sort your fucking sound out. Cheers, Mr. Washington. So thank you for that yes. actual listener feedback. I actually I responded to him on the website as well and like wrote a bit of a message back and he's had a bit of a laugh and wrote, yeah, haha, awesome. And oh, yeah. that was it. So, nice. Well, yeah, no, it seems, like, it seems like he's a good end. We've just made himself, we've just made him famous in front of 84 yeah, people. People in the northern oh, suburbs of Melbourne. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe we have a good one people. if we, yeah, yeah. maybe 90 Well, well when we post that, Ross lost his shit at Alex yeah, the yeah. sort of mid-podcast. Yeah, I reckon yeah. the numbers yeah. might, <laughs> might yeah. swell a little bit, I reckon. <laughs> the old clickbait, eh? They might swell Ben Stokes' uh, yeah. punch to the face style. Just out they come. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to hear Alex get yelled at on the podcast? <laughs> this is the episode <laughs> for you. <laughs> it two years for Ross to do mine. Yes. Anyway, uh, well, I would say to Mr. Washington, if he would like to hear some good sound quality, I can't give any promises about this particular one. Wait and see. But uh, episode 52 on September 28, I think it was, was quite good because all four of us in the same room. There was still a lot of banging and noises. Yeah, that was that, one of the yeah. ones. Hey, yes. was that yeah. your joint, Ross? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's probably okay. real bad. And there's wailing and There's still the fifth yeah, member okay. still gets oh, involved. Well, you know, I'd suggest yeah, yeah. maybe he could, Mr. Washington, could listen was... back to every one of our 50-odd episodes and then tell us which one had the best sound quality and then I'll try and replicate that. How's that sound? Yes. I also have a suggestion, Ross. He could also oh, fucking go there to our Patreon Kickstarter campaign. First of all, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing any more work for this podcast. I do my bit. <laughs> oh, well, that brings us... Bull already does too much, mate. That's true. What's happened to your sixth grade segment, Bull? What happened with that? What's that done? Well, oh, okay. cricket's on hiatus, so I really want to wait oh, till cricket's on hiatus. I love that, fucking everyone sleeps me because I, I went through it because I change my segment every three or four months if I get bored. 
Fucking bull starts the segment, does it once and then yeah, disappears. But when that... it falls flat, you give up. <laughs> One thing you don't do is keep going with something that's not working. I completely disagree with you. <laughs> Why, you don't talk about <laughs> bell towers every fucking two weeks. You drop it if it's not working. It's old Homer Simpson adage. You try and you fail. The lesson here is not to try. <laughs> I'm just thinking, Mr. Washington hasn't heard oh, our bell end game. Wow. So I've got to... Might have to do a groundskeeping around the corner. Isn't it in the compost now? Thanks to Rino Infinity. Okay. I don't know what it is, That brings us to a close. (laughs) We're on all major social media and podcast platforms. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, at Mid-Off Cricket, our fabulous website where you can leave us a message and we'll get back to you. Mid-Off Cricket podcast.wix.com slash home. Our next podcast, we're in a fortnight on um, November the 11th, I believe. Until next time. Oh, it's bye for now. Thanks for listening. November the 11th. See ya. Oh. See ya, Ross. Oh. See ya, Ross. See ya, Ross. Go.